Welcome to the uh, <laughs> welcome to the uh, <laughs> where are we? Welcome what back to the Goodlad Unscripted <laughs> podcast. I'm Terry Goodlad, your fumbling host. I've got Anna Tigre with me, my beautiful wife. What I don't know. I don't know how many days. We don't even know how many days. It's just been like I can't remember when we actually started quarantine. Do you? I can't remember life before this. <laughs> You've been drinking a lot, have you? <laughs> Not enough. You sneak in wine when I'm working. <laughs> I wish. Actually, I can't. No. I no, just don't. No, there's too many kids. I can't and I don't. I can't and I won't. Today's show is brought to you by blessedbodywear.com, which uh, is still, still functioning as a business. Yes, it is. It's still alive. Not very busy. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> no. buying fitness wear right now. Well, and we manufacture basically on a re on a monthly basis what we sell. So right, and, when we stop right manufacturing, now, we don't well, have a lot of our to cutters, sell. <laughs> we can't get anything cut because they're in LA and they're not doing anything. California so. has shut down. Yeah, yeah. They filled they sad. filled in their skate parks and closed down their cutting houses, and that's that. It's pretty um, frightening when you stop and really think about all this. And, and so, and so that's kind of a segue into what I wanted to talk about today. Yep. Uh, oh, and also we're brought to you by Silver Bullet Anti-Aging, which is a shining bright light in our life. Because they are continued to provide their services. And they through do this very good services. As yes. we need it. Honestly, without, like now that I've, you know, Visited Experience. with Susie, Dr. Susie Bell, or it's not Dr. Susie Bell, but Susie Bell is our, is our, uh, the owner of Silver Bullet Anti-Aging and, uh, you know, started working with her a little while ago. And we've had some spots here where we, uh, like where I said, oh, you know, I'm going to save the money, you yeah. know, and just not do it, you know, for a little Hormone bit. replacement oh, therapy my gosh. and vitamins. And Energy level went for a big dump. Yep. Focus went for a big dump. Concentration went for a big dump. Mood. And moods. Depression. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And uh, and and so it's just like okay. And then when I went back, it was almost immediate. You know where I could see the change. Right and away. as a woman, I never thought I would be, you know, in need of hormone replacement, especially because I'm not menopausal. We don't think of it that way. No. But, but women can be deficient in testosterone as well. Absolutely, especially if you go through prolonged amount of stress. Yeah. Well, <laughs> almost everything in my life in the past <laughs> is, decade is prolonged and, and stressful. Right. And so, I mean, and truly nowadays, who doesn't live with a, you know, a large amount of stress? Most, well, it, most of us do. And so today I'm going to ask you a very, very, very dangerous question because I think I'm, I'm just bringing this on you because I didn't tell you what the topic was today. Right. I'm going to dump Which this on always you. scares me when I sit here and I don't <laughs> well, know what we're I, talking about. I think about. it should probably scare me a little bit more. Usually he tell he says something and tells on me or I I will say this I'm not insecure about our relationship. I I know you're happy, I know I'm happy. We as a couple continuously and I mean daily work on our relationship. Uh, we still haven't started doing this, but it's something I want to do. I read a book, and I think I've shared this on the podcast before, uh, where this, this guy that wrote the book knew this older couple, and they'd been like, they're still in love. You're trying to get the dog on your lap, and she oh just doesn't want to go. Oh, my gosh. She wants to go, but she, she wants to do it by herself. Yeah. 
but what they do is at the end of every day, this older couple, they've been married for decades and still deeply in love. Yeah. And what they do every night is on a scale of one to 10, 10 being perfect. How did I do at making you happy today? Yeah. And, and I think about that every day now, you know, and then if there's an issue, you deal with it then. Right. And Instead it's of done, waiting. You go to bed, it's over with, it's fixed, everything's, and you start the next day and they have just this amazing marriage. And so since I've read that, I, I approach issues because you know it's a it's a fast-paced environment it, much less so now <laughs> much less so now thank goodness yeah but it's a fast-paced environment with kids and business and work and you know all the stuff that people do yeah. and when you have kids you can never sit down and have a conversation when you do it's after they go to bed and then yeah. you just honestly just want to everybody wants to be left alone yes. and you know you want to stare at a tv or do something or just go to bed and try to get some sleep but uh and so i got in this habit of trying to minimize issues and really not deal with them yeah but the little little issues that you can minimize quite easily because it's like ah whatever you know mm -hmm. those things they stack up after a while absolutely and then it becomes a problem right yeah and so i started dealing with those little things right away and really it only takes a second Right. And oftentimes the way I approach it is, okay, help me to understand this. Why did this happen? Yeah. Because it affected me this way. Did I miss something? Am I, you know, am I seeing like what happened? Yeah. And almost 99%, almost a hundred percent of the time, it's just a misunderstanding. Right. Uh, and so either you misunderstood something or I misunderstood something, whatever. So it's a, it's a way to, to, to quickly fix it. Now I'm kind of, going the long way to get where I want to go here. But where it is, is, you know, we're at this point in time where literally we, you and I are doing a complete reset of our lives. Mm -hmm. And every week this thing drags on, that reset becomes more and more dramatic. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Because we have less and less choice. Right. Right. And so, and so I'm at this point where, wow, we can really right now rewrite the book. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to open up. I want to open this discussion up by asking you. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. You guys here first. <laughs> if you could, and I say run away, but if you could essentially go wherever you wanted to go, if you could run away, if you could go wherever you wanted to go and do whatever you wanted to do, what would it be and where would you go? So I would be going to a place with no coronavirus, though, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's pretty hard. Because right now you can't really go anywhere or do anything. <laughs> but once, but, let's just say when things open up, if the okay? Yeah. And let's just say blessed bodywear doesn't exist anymore. You know, that no ties. Yeah, there's no ties to anything. You could just start from scratch all over again. Where would you go and what would you want to do? I think if, if I could have any life in the world any life possible any life you want any life i want um i think my dream life would be to take our whole entire family <laughs> <laughs> you okay. were worried you were being kicked thank out thank you god thank you god i would thank be leaving god. three toddlers with my husband yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and go to a spa for a month no um <laughs> With Raul, the pool boy. You, um, <laughs> um, I think I would love to just um, travel. Really? Travel, um, but not just that five-star traveling, you know, where you stay at a resort and, you, you know, 
I will. I want to see. I want to visit orphanages. I want to just see different cultures and expose our kids to that. And you know, we we live in such a bubble here in the U.S. And you know, yeah, I see them. And right now they're little, so and we don't have TV, so they don't see much many commercials, but what they see you know around and on tv is like i want this i want that i need this you know and i just want to show them how blessed we are and develop that gratitude Mm -hmm. um i think i would love to live in a place where things were a little more simple like i was talking to my sister the other day and she's like how about we all move to Costa Rica, you know, Mm -hmm. or something like that. And I'm sure that is not utopia uh, because every place has its problems. Right. But yeah, I would love to have like a- You weren't opposed to that? I wouldn't be opposed to that as as long as we were mobile, not just stuck in one place, you know? So Mm -hmm. have that as your HQ and, and then be able to travel the world. That would be my dream life. And then- vlog it so we could share everything we learn and we see with anybody that would want to see it. Would you it. still do podcasts? <laughs> On the road, absolutely. I would, I, I would can you that. imagine how much we would have to share? Oh my gosh. But, and, <clears throat> you know, last podcast when we talked about going back to school, mm-hmm. um, I want to go back to school to be um, a nurse, but truly I want to go into hormone replacement because Mm -hmm. it has changed my life. You know, um, if we move from Las Vegas and we don't have Susie anymore, (laughs) I don't know who I'm going to trust with my health. So, um, but I also would love to apply all of the skills that I learned into helping in mission, mission trips. And, and so there's just, yeah, I think that's my dream. How about you, Terry? You know, if you would have asked me a few years ago, it would be to go, like I've always wanted to go, I always wanted to be a military contractor. I couldn't do it when I first came here. I had an opportunity and couldn't do it because I wouldn't be able to get uh, security clearance because I was a Canadian citizen and I wasn't yet an American citizen. Right. So that was always what I wanted to do is to do that. um, That changed you know, as our relationship got stronger. Right. And then we got married and then it was, you know, no, I want to be with you. Right. And so I wouldn't want to go away for a long time like that. Uh, then we started having kids and it was like for, for honestly, and this is just dead honest. I really felt trapped. Mm-hmm. Like now I don't have options anymore. Cause I was at this point in my life, understand where I'm getting closer to 60 right. and it's like, okay, now I kind of want to do, and I've always wanted to travel and I've always wanted to do these things. And it's like, now we're going to have kids. So forget the travel, forget this, forget this, forget this. Right. And, and that was just the assumption. But what I didn't consider is that I'm married to a girl that doesn't look at those things <laughs> that way. <laughs> Right? Yeah. That literally, if we wanted to travel, because I mean, honestly, with your family, yeah, your Brazilian family. That's how we grew up. Well, that's how you grew up. Yeah. And you guys, and your family still travels all over the world. Yeah. You know, with little kids and yes. they, they still go, right? Yeah. I remember we went and visited uh, Nico in Florida at Orlando yeah. and they had- Four kids. Yeah, four kids. In, From six months to what? 
Marcella was right. 10 or 12. Yeah. Right. And it's just no big deal. It's just a different mindset, you know, yeah. whereas where I come from, once you've had a child, you know, you stay you, home. You never leave your front yard, you know, right. unless you've got to go to the grocery store. It's, it's got to be necessary. Right. Right. Like, why would you want to do that? You know, instead of saying, why would you not want to do that? Right. Why not do that? You say, why would and you I, do that? I, I agree. I think it's very culture. I, I know European culture, you know, you they also, no, you travel. Oh, really? Yeah. You travel. I, I have a friend. Um, she's French and she has three kids pretty close together in age, not as close as ours, but still. And I think the little one was three and they all went to Japan for two weeks. Like it's just something that you do. You travel with your family, yeah. you know? And well, I notice you guys, like you guys, you guys, you, you foreigners, yeah. you foreigners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you really went back to the farm. No, yes. kind of, I'm a for, well, I'm a foreigner too, so yeah. I can't really say much, can I? No. But uh, but that's the thing, you know, in your culture, your family, yeah. uh, you guys just make do. Like, yeah. And that's the thing, where I come from, you go on vacation once a year, you go to someplace nice, and you cut loose. Right. You know, and you guys just move the party to another location, yeah. I think is probably the best way to say it. Because yeah. really nothing changes. Right. It's just, and everybody's just chill about the whole thing. And I really, really love that about your family and about your culture. Well, our kids, you know, from the time they were little, like they, I mean, Jesse, he was five months, six months older, we started taking him to California for the weekend and, and like that. And then we, the girls came and they were one, one and two. And we were traveling to California with two dogs, yeah. you know, and it took you a while to get used to that. I remember well, it's, you, a, it's a bit much like the sleeping here, here's in fairness. Yeah. Okay. We would stay at places that really weren't conducive. <laughs> yeah. To getting any sleep at but all. But we found a hotel now that we really like. And right. it, it works. I, mean, I remember the one hotel. We've got three kids. And two beds. And two beds. Yeah. And two dogs. <laughs> and of course, you know, the, you know, the, the planogram before we go there is we'll be in one bed. The kids will be in another bed. Right. The dogs, of course, will keep to themselves on the floor, you know, and the fireplace will be crackling in the corner, you know? Yeah. Right. That never happened. Right. No. You're passed out cold. I've got kids all over my bed, kids on the other bed. I've literally have no place to sleep between kids and dogs. I've got no place to sleep. I considered going out to the car, but it was pouring rain. So I didn't go out to the car to sleep in the car, but it was literally. But Terry, that. No. Okay. That that's, that's true. That's true. Thank but, you. That's true. But what I'm saying is you were raised, you were an only child, right? Still or, am. Yeah. <laughs> and you were raised where you had a lot of alone time. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And and you're still that way. I mean, you're an introvert mm -hmm. and you don't do chaos. Like you My don't happy do- happy place is someplace where I'm by myself. By yourself. And when you had- your kids, mm -hmm. you only had one kid, right? Mm -hmm. Your son, you didn't meet until he was 30. So it's not like you ever in your life, you've been a part of a big, loud family, like right. where I come from, right. right? So in the past three years, since we became foster parents and parents, um, you have changed drastically i mean I, the noise and the chaos and the but you know what it is is i've never had that that whole family thing right ever 
right? right? And then I've got it now. But what happens is you fall in love with these. Now our kids started off as foster kids. Yes, you know, very very soon the girls will be adopted. Yeah, and Quamain is part of our might family. Might as well be my blood yes. because he thinks I'm his dad and I think he's my son and that's just that. And yeah. so and so the thing is, and he just continues. He's always lived with us since he was four and a half months old. So. Yeah. So I'm in like deeply in love with my kids, right? Deeply in love with my wife and deeply in love with my dogs. Right. And so it's just noise. You put up with it. Yeah. Yeah. And probably like you pointed out the other day and kind of hurt my feelings, but that, uh, (laughs) when I'm not here, the house is kind of (laughs) tranquil. And that I'm actually the problem. But Terry, you walk into the room and they already started greening and they know that it's going to be tickles and screams mayhem and, and mayhem. And hide and go seek. And, right. Yeah. And that's kind of like your role. And you posted something funny because yesterday, uh, Katie, Katie comes in. She, yeah. They're in the backyard. Yeah. So she comes in, she opens the door and she goes, Mom. Can dad fill out the bucket so we can play with our <laughs> yeah, water shooters? I'm sitting right here, yeah, right? He's next to me. You don't ask dad. I said, okay. So then Terry stands up. He starts walking towards the door. And Quamaine is Jesse's given name. His nickname was Jesse. Quamaine um, says, no, dad, you need shoes. Yeah. And so Terry goes, oh, mom said it was okay. And then he goes, oh, okay. <laughs> Like everything just, has to go through mom. We just have different roles because for them, you are the one that creates all the fun, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why they get loud. Is that it's not that they get they get excited because they want to play. But the loudness is fun. Like like honestly, it doesn't bother me. It, which is odd. It's just it just doesn't bother me. Right. And it bothers everybody else that comes into our house. <laughs> you know, yeah. because it can get pretty frantic here sometimes. But yeah. it's just so awesome because these kids are happy. Well, to see these kids that didn't have great prospects, yeah, we'll say, yeah, uh, and now you see them, and they've got little attitudes, and I mean, these are kids that really, you know, that part of their brain wasn't even developed, right? And like Emma, you right. know what I mean? And with Cadence, there was real, like she had to grow up before she was two years old. She's seen and experienced and been a victim of more stuff than most humans won't experience in a whole entire lifetime. Right. And so she had so much anger. So to see her and mistrust and fear, to see them just not being afraid, like just being happy, just seeing them being kids. Yeah. And that was always my worry with Cadence is that she would never be a little girl. Right. Because she was never a little girl. She always was a grown up. Yeah. You know, when she came here and wanted to kiss me, instead of kiss me on the cheek, she wanted to kiss me on the mouth because right. she saw you kiss me on the mouth. Right. And so we had to teach her that that wasn't, you know, appropriate. Right. Yeah. We had to teach her a lot of things. But yeah. that was it. Like she thought she acted like a yeah. grown woman and I was her boyfriend. Right. You know, and, she was two. Right. And that's yeah. what happens when you get that kind of abuse. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, uh, and so I just never thought she'd ever have a, a childhood. Right. And to see her be a child. Right. You know, uh, and to see Emma who only had one word and it was each for yeah. everything. Everything was each. Yeah. And didn't she look like she's noise. ever going to speak. Couldn't really yeah. run. So, you know, you know, her running was somebody else's slow walk. Yeah. And that was she her dead was on not sprint. Mobile. Yeah. No, she had all kinds of physical problems, brain development problems, all kinds of issues. Yeah. And then, and, and then Katie, because she had been abused, 
used to abuse the crap out of Emma. So you had to keep watch her like a hawk and lots of times separate them because, mm-hmm. you know, she, it was a problem. And, and to see her stand up to her sister, to see her last night, I got my butt chewed out. <laughs> by Emma. Okay. We've got a king size bed in our room and the kids like to come and lay in our bed. So mom's on one end, dad's on the other and three kids in the middle and the two dogs at the end. And we watch, it's called Baby Bum. It's on YouTube. Yeah, it's a British little TV yeah, show. And it calms they them watch, down and they do they that right before, before they, they go, go to, to bed. bed. And so anyway, I, I'm coming to lay down beside Quamaine and and I said, move over closer to Emma's. No, Emma's stinky because her shirt was stinky. <laughs> and so I'm like, Quamaine, don't be mean to Emma. You know, I says, move over, go closer to Emma. No, I'm not moving. Her shirt's stinky. And I said, she's not stinky. Emma sits up. <laughs> Yeah. and rips me a new one. I am so stinky. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> and I yike being stinky. And I yike being stinky. <laughs> and I said, Emma, you're not stinky. She says, well, she says, and then she said her shirt was stinky. And I said, yeah. well, just take it off. No, I yike. <laughs> I yiked this shirt and I'm kind of, but she's just ripping me a new one. Like she just had it up to here with me. Right. right? And, and you know, part of you is just like, you know, proud. insolent little fart, but the right. bigger part is you just proud. Like yeah. she's gotten there. And so the thing of it is, is to see them happy playing hide and go seek, not being afraid, not manipulating, not, you know, they're just being kids Yeah, to see that I could care less how much noise they make. And that's, yeah. so really it's that, that, and you're right, like I miss it. Like I work at night doing the security thing for 12 hours. I might see one person right. and you know, any interaction is very brief, if any at all, or some nights I don't see anybody or talk to anybody. Yep. And, and, uh, and I enjoy that. Thank God gave you this work. So it's you- the perfect world for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I come home and it's just mayhem because everybody's up early in our house. The kids are up at 630 in our house usually. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just mayhem by the time I get home. You know, they're all so, but it's all daddy, daddy. And they want to see you. And yeah. Like, how do you dislike that? You know? And Terry goes, he's joking, of course. And he's like, oh, I'm sure you guys just want to go and, and massage daddy's feet. And they're like, yeah, yeah. So they get the lotion. They start, they're all elbow deep and, and I'm covered from And of course, they're putting more in their, in their hands and arms than on your legs. How do you love that, right? I know. So you asked me a question and the question is, what would I do? And and today it's very different than it would be before. It would be before, we just you know run off right I, I i follow on youtube um something called la vagabond sailing la vagabond is the channel and what they do is they live on their boat it's a catamaran it's this couple they've had a baby now they've been out there for over five years and they just travel the world and that's and i always thought wow i'd really like that because i love the water um the more and more i watch it the less and less i'd want to do that i'd like to have a boat mm-hmm. i like to live near the water mm-hmm. and so right now my daydream is florida I've always wanted to live there. I yes. I ended up in Las Vegas because when I came down here and was working for magazines, this was a great place to be because no, all the models liked coming to Las Vegas. So it was never hard to convince anybody to come out and shoot. It was very easy for me to get flights in and out of here because there's so many and they're cheap. Mm-hmm. And so this was the ideal place for me to stage to do my work. Three years ago when we became foster parents and you and I stopped traveling and we're here full time and don't travel anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not so nice. Anymore. I don't dislike Vegas. I'm just I don't not, dislike it I'm just, either. Yeah. I just know where I, I just don't want to be here for the rest of my days. So yeah. I want to move to Florida and I want to, I want to get back into scuba diving and, but I want to take my kids, Yeah, you know, 
It'd be great one day to have a boat for scuba diving and then take the kids out and teach them how to scuba dive. But there's, you know, for, for photography, it's great. We're closer to Brazil there. So it's easier to see family and family to see us. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's easy to go to Europe. It's easy to see the Caribbean, the East Coast, Yeah. all that. And so uh, I, I'm down for the traveling thing. Costa Rica, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Uh, you know, if it's safe. If it's right. not safe, you right. know, like Honduras, I wouldn't go there. El Salvador, I wouldn't go there. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yep. But uh, and but really, what the what we do, bulk of what we do, we can do it from almost anywhere. But I'm I'm down for Florida. I, you know, I'm down for Florida. You know, it's just a matter of uh, the timing and whatever God yep. has planned for us. We we've seen so many changes already this year, and we know that more is coming. Yeah, and so I. I'm a water person, um, yep. although I prefer to be on the shore. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a beach person. I'm the I, water person. Yeah, but I like being right by the water. Yeah. Like there's nothing, the beach for me, I can't even explain what it does. It's it's just a tranquilizer. I'm and, the same way. Every vacation I yeah, ever took in my life was to the beach somewhere. Right. You know? And... And so for me to be in the desert, it's, it's hard on me mentally and physically, you know, it's, it's so dry. And, yeah. um, so to end up, I always thought I would end up in California, but things have changed so much there that it's not the same California that I used to live, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, so I think that Florida California's is, uh, gotten extremely is expensive to live. Yeah. Uh, it's expensive to earn money there because you have to pay a state income tax. In Nevada, we pay no state income tax. Yeah. There you pay 13% state income tax. Yeah. Uh, the cost of living there is through the roof. And, and frankly, if you, it's, if it's you just, set it all aside, it's just for me in the past few years, just the politics of California have well, changed so drastically yeah. that I, I just don't going to LA trust. now I go for blessed body where when we're functioning yeah you know, I go down there and I pick up the cuts and I usually go see suppliers and material suppliers and do research and whatever and and so I at least once a week I'm in LA yeah and LA used to be a place that I look forward to going to yeah and now it's like they've got a serious homeless problem yeah and what I mean by that is there are no bathrooms a lot you know set aside for these people yeah okay and so that's what you have that's it's, very common it's really sad what has happened it to me is very very sad and you know coming from brazil and then um and this is again this is just my opinions and my views and and based on my life experience but um i'm watching my favorite place in the world my favorite state uh, become basically a socialist state and yeah. I've seen what that does to a country. That's what happened to Brazil. That's what happened to Brazil. And it was we're seeing it happen over yeah. 20 years ago, 15 years ago, Brazil was just booming. Mm -hmm. Um, and now it's, it's down in the dumps and it's because of that. And so to watch that, to watch California pass so many laws that is taking them that direction, um, well, they're talking about, I mean, and these are not things that have been enacted. And of course, these are just snippets. But I'm just saying that's not where I want to move right. and, and build a life. And that's not where I want to raise my kids. You know, so the next best thing for me is Florida. Is Florida. Yeah. And, you know, we'll see. I love California, too. I've, I've 
always used to go. That's where I used to vacation all the time. I was always yeah. in California. Yeah. And uh, um, 20 years ago, it's not progressed in 20 years. It's digressed, I think. Right. And on almost every level. Right. And and it explains why there's such a mass exodus of people leaving California too, I think. Yes. And so, uh, you know, I don't uh, want to get Most the of them are coming it, to just, either Nevada result. or Texas. Texas, yeah, there's a lot going to Texas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Arizona, I guess. Yeah. Those are the... And so the thing is, we're getting a lot here in Nevada. Nevada yeah. is really booming. And, yeah. And so anyway, it's just... Uh, California's not really where I want to be. And on the other side of that, you know, Florida, if you're on the Gulf side, yeah, you know, that water. I mean, I used to, when I worked for Flex Magazine, that's where I used to like to do most of my photo shoots was in Florida. Yeah. Because the water's like 80 degrees. Sure. You know, and white sandy beaches and it's just beautiful. And there's just so much, the whole state is essentially a beach. Yeah. Right. And so, um, they're not crowded. There's lots of drawbacks there too, you know? Oh yeah. There's, but if there's you get no in, perfect place. No, but if you get into the right area, you yeah. know, it, it can be a really, really good life. And the thing I like is I can get out there, get back scuba diving again, and then vlogging becomes easier, more fun. And also I have psoriasis and when I'm in the ocean and in the sun, it goes away. It goes away. Yeah. Right now I you know, have to take a medication that's extremely expensive and living on the desert is probably one of the worst. The, yeah. the, 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 the worst place I could be was where I was born and raised because yeah. <laughs> it's 40 below minus, you know, and more in the winter. Yeah. Uh, here it's just bone dry all the time. It's so the this second is, worst. It's the second worst place I can be with psoriasis. So, so, but uh, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with my life. I think, I think the importance of this exercise, Anna, is this is a time to reset. And if you dream about another life, another place, doing something else, a different job, this is probably I, the I perfect have, time. I have a friend that uh, she listens to our podcast. So she usually she writes and she gives me, you know, feedback on what she liked. Or Who's that whatever. first name? No, I'm not going to say okay. her name because I'm going to share something else. Um, and so she is in a, in a health, um, she profession. works at a, yeah, career. I always say it. In yeah, a, yeah, profession. She's in the health industry. <laughs> healthcare industry. Healthcare, yeah, it's healthcare industry. Um, and she, she wrote me today. She's like, oh, I saw that, you know, you want to go to school to be, and she's like, I'm really considering leaving uh, the healthcare and, and going to criminal justice. Oh, cool. And going back to school for that. She's like, I know that, you know, the, the, the next step would, you know, you would think I would move forward where I am, but she's like, no. And so I think a lot of people are doing that. They're stopping and really thinking about, okay, I have a minute here. I have no choice but to think, right? And there's nothing, there's no work, there's no money, but there's no work. And so what do I really want to do with my life? And I think of like the last three years, how fast it's gone by yeah. and it's sneaking up on four years already. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm 60, right. You know, and, and 70 is not that far away, you no, know, and then 80 is not far away, right. you know, and, and then, and, and so my, my point is, although you just made a post saying you're going to live to be a hundred. I have so. to, and I think I can, I, and I'm not being delusional here. I'm very healthy, very fit. Your grandmother lived to be what? 97. She was 97 and, and honestly, up until like the last couple, she had had a stroke and prior to her having the stroke, I think there was two winters where she stopped going and getting her mail because she had fallen and broken her hip. Yeah. Now, of course, my grandmother still dragged herself home, and right. but she was just concerned about having another bad fall. 
Yeah. And uh, and she lives in a place where they get tons of snow and it's very cold in the winter. So she stopped. But before that, she would go out and she was walking a mile or two every day. Yeah. You know, she'd and walk. she was sharp. She was sharp. She she lived in her own house and managed her own house and, you know, did all that stuff. Baked and put water softener salt stuff. And I mean, she, she was just had a garden that she kept, all that kind of stuff. When she stopped being active is when things went downhill. Yeah. She had a stroke and then she was in the hospital for a couple of years and then passed away. But um, I swear to God, like at... At 94, there would be no indication this woman was ever going to stop. I fully believe she was going to make it to 100. Yeah. You know, and had she not had the stroke, I know she would have because yeah. she was just very vibrant. And and the thing of it is, is I, I just I just believe I'm going to live well past, well past 100, so I'm not concerned about it. I think at 100, I'll still be active and doing stuff. I still want to be running. And I have always believed you know, that. Yeah, and so... I got lots of time, but the point is, is that the time goes so fast and I'm going, okay, if I'm not doing something I absolutely love doing, then life is just not fun. Mm -hmm. And, and there's some things that I was doing like last year that I just didn't love doing. And basically that's all changed now. Mm -hmm. And it feels so good. And, and just to be doing this stuff, like I love doing the podcasts. I love doing uh, vlogs for my YouTube channel. I love writing. I love shooting pictures. I want to change the nature of some of the pictures that I do and how I tell some of the stories. But that's really what I want to do. And there's a way to make money doing that. And so I'm positioning that so that as that grows over the next year or two, you know, that will be an income for us. And then I... I want to focus on doing that. That in this next little business that I started that I'm going to announce soon, but not today. Not yet today. Not today. We're doing tastings and making final decisions this week. And then pretty soon we'll be able to kick it off. Anyway. What is your dream? You're going to keep me around? My dream is to be with you. With you (laughs) and the kids. What is the listener dream? Oh, what is the listener's dream? What's your dream? Always take time to reevaluate your life. Make sure you're going where you want to go and doing what you want to do because life is way too short and you contribute so much more to the world, your life and your family, when you do what you love. Thanks for listening. God bless. And we'll be back in a couple days with another episode.